0: Hi, hello people. I am Raj and I have with me... Hi, I'm Harsh And we are your hosts for this podcast Blabber Debbers. And over here we take random things from around us. And these are the things that we usually don't pay a lot of attention to. We take these and we try to connect them with our daily lives and see how it plays out. Hi, Raj. How have you been? Hi, I'm good, I'm good, how are you? So uh, before we talk about ourselves, let us first mention that uh, for the first time around, we have a guest this time. And uh, Harsh, would you like to introduce our guest to everyone? Yes, sure. So we have with us Nirali Mehta, who is the founder of
1: MindNet, and she has been a counselor, and she's been working in this field tremendously since like last past three years or two years? Four years. Four years, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, would you like to say anything to the audience?
2: Yeah, so thank you so much Harsh and Raj for uh, inviting me into this amazing initiative that you guys are doing. And uh, I think I like the concept of, you know, two unrelated absolutely, uh, you know, uh, poles apart things, how you compare those things. I think that's a very unique uh, representation of ideas. So uh, I'm glad to be here today.
1: Great, great. So yeah, our topic today is mental health and curtains. So yeah, I would like to ask both of you, what were your reactions when you when I gave you this topic? And like, what was your first thought that, oh wow, like what? yeah. I
2: was like, um, okay, what is this? <laughs> like Not even in my wildest dreams, I could uh, even like think about curtains anything like even remotely associated to mental health but uh, i think that was the uh, you know challenge. challenge yeah so it was i was very excited to uh, think in those lines about both these things
1: did you manage to
0: think
2: i did i, th- I think so i did
0: that's awesome. Raj. Uh, I must admit it was easy for me, I've written on yeah. wilder topics <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which were uh, uh, quite uh, poles about. Yeah, so this one was seemed a bit easier and I could make slight connections uh, from the word go itself and uh, the starting point as usual was uh, thinking about mental health uh, in terms of where we were and where we are today. So there itself I could connect uh, or I forced the connection that uh, you know how. Uh, mental health—the uh, idea, the topic itself—has come into our lives or, know, or, uh, larger uh, spheres of our lives because uh, very recently, earlier uh, it was absent. Not because it didn't exist, but because we didn't have uh, the language or the means to talk about it. And so I related to it how, you know, it was lying behind the curtain uh, next to the French windows, collecting dust uh, and sunlight over there. And now uh, since we have the language, we have the capacity to talk about it. We are slowly, I think, bringing it uh, out of the curtain. So that's how I could relate to it.
1: And like before it was behind the curtain, so we didn't even acknowledge it. Now we have started to acknowledge it and we have literally opened the curtains. So my uh, perspective was around those lines that how curtains are like, uh, let's say, it goes both the way. It is a distraction or it's like a mask to mental health and it's like a gateway to mental health so that was my like uh, basic idea and yeah then I just started off like huh. so it's actually that people don't usually talk about their mental health very openly if I ask you how are you you are most probably going to say fine and 90% of times that's a lie and I think that's a miserable thing to do like even if you are not Comfortable sharing it. I would like that if you just say that I'm not in a uh, Good mindset right now and something would help me better I don't know what and mm-hmm. I don't want to share the problem, but this is the state of mind mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, My stem the root of my Connection is that that the curtains like uh, there should be Someone or at least a place where you open up the curtains and don't let it Hinder the transparent process that happens,
0: yeah. True. So the kind of I, I had some similar ideas. The words you use are mask and gateway yeah. curtains, I, like that. the words that I use were curtains hide a lot of things and reveal a lot of things. Yes. So yeah, similar on similar lines. And uh, yes, I agree with you. We, I don't know. Even though mental health has become an uh, acceptable concept in at least. Certain uh, generation, uh, even then we, like you said, uh, we don't know whether it would be okay to actually express how we are feeling or not. You uh, know, I'm okay is a, or I'm doing good is a smooth uh, thing to say, and you know, it doesn't come with any baggage. Baggage. So it's okay. Uh, you yourself are not prepared for what might uh, uh, the help or the concern that other person might give you so that's uh, despite uh, i think it it's a fad on instagram and uh, social media you support it but when actually comes to practicing it we uh, you, uh, you don't have the terms uh, for it i think nirali would be able to give better inputs over here
2: yeah so i think when when you said about uh, you know hiding behind the curtains the first thing that came to my mind since now i think as more on the uh, you know lines of a psychologist i felt that um, mental health was behind curtains in the sense that uh, whenever you first you know like uh, uh, i th- i think when you ask people that you know um, what do you feel about uh, whatever is happening around you say pandemic or anything have you thought about taking therapy so therapy used to be taken in secret so that was my first thought that okay yes that is you know like you know you are just uh, behind the curtain and you are taking therapy in secret and you are taking health in secret you're not very comfortable sharing it with people so I think that was one of the first thought that I had uh, simultaneously I the another uh, thing which I associated it with was that uh, mental health has always been seen as a taboo so it's always behind the curtains right as much as important it is for everyone's health, it was it was seen as a taboo, so now it's like, I think since the lockdown, I think everyone has started, you know, uh, c- like gathering that courage to open their curtains, yeah. you know, and, and like acknowledge that mental health is something which is very important, which is equally right. important as physical health. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. So like, uh, you mentioned it very well that uh, mental health is usually behind the curtains That's and it's seen something as taboo or something that's not very good to share right but it's such a everyday and normal thing that as you go for a blood test or as you go for checkup to the doctor for a flu or any fever it's as simple as that but i like i can't even understand the fact that why it's a taboo like what's the reason like maybe it's because previously people didn't understand it and it was not as easy to maybe diagnose or something, you like maybe know yeah. better about it, but I, I, I still cannot understand why it's like a tab or why there's such a, a chaos like chaos or it's a
0: shouting or panic about it. It's a very normal thing, I guess.
2: Absolutely
0: true. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, recently, I've seen there has been some. Uh, widespread acceptance of uh, taking therapy and uh, you no know, accepting it but i still feel in our beyond those therapy sessions beyond those uh, four walls or beyond that zoom session uh, in everyday life like uh, Harsh mentioned we are still not uh, you know uh, so comfortable with it uh, i can get dengue and i can comfortably you know post it i can uh, discuss about it oh this was this this uh, but the same i don't think the same would be true for mental health beyond those therapy sessions in our daily lives apart from the random posts we put on here and there we still don't it it is still not found that space in our conversations i feel do you think it is the same or do you think uh, there's more to it
2: i think uh, you know this makes me think that when we talk about the hustle culture or when we talk about just be positive, good vibes only. I think that simply is the most like common ignorance that we, you know, instill in our day-to-day lives and not giving other people that space, um, you know, to talk about mental health or how they are really feeling, right? Uh, Whenever we are growing up, it it has always been told to us that, don't worry, things will be okay. You're never encouraged to express yourself. So, we always felt that we had to be behind the curtains, and you know, you could not just like come out in the front and you know, you can express however you know you're feeling. So, I think uh, to answer your question, I think that is why uh, a lot of people feel that out of those four walls or those therapy sessions, there is a lot more to it, but it's like you are doing, uh, let's say, 60% of the work. Um, You know, in therapy sessions, Mm -hmm. but 40% of the work you have to do outside. So you know, it's something like that.
1: This reminds me of the classic curtain example, the curtain that is used on stage, right? Yeah. Behind which actors are there and only when the curtain opens, they present a character and the character is not usually themselves. So that also adds up in a way that most of the times we are not what we show and Mm -hmm it's a very tragic thing to say but the people that seem the happiest the most optimistic ones are the ones that commit suicide and it's such a shock like many celebrities even have done that and th- that like that nails down how important it is and it's not something that you keep it behind the curtains.
0: relates well with what uh, even nirali mentioned how uh, half of the work is done in uh, right. front and half, half of it is done it's, in the
1: yeah. yeah and Coming back to curtains, it's uh, curtains, no matter which house you go, it's never the same. Even if, let's say, I and Raj have the same type of curtains, it would look very different in our houses. Maybe I have cleaned it better. Maybe he has shaped it in a different way. And it's very different. Like, even the way he uses it will be different. He might be using it to uh, let the sunlight come in, but I might be using it to, uh, let's say, uh, put out the sunlight and cover my room in darkness so that's also very different and the beauty about curtains is like it gives you the power to do things you have the full control to either open it you can open it half you can open it three-fourths you can open it like, let's say 25% also then that's the full beauty of it so you can do whatever you wish to and when we think about curtains we usually associate it with negative things which is not usually a good thing to do, right? Because, let's say, if I'm com- comfortable with you, I'll open the full curtain and reveal whatever is inside. But if I'm not comfortable with him, I might not open it. People feel to this, acknowledge that thing. And I think that is something we should put light on. Yeah.
2: That's such a beautiful comparison, Harsh, I, I must say that. Um, and you know when you when you said that every curtain looks different in right. different houses it made me feel it made me think that um, everyone's concerns if you are having anxiety if i am having anxiety it's a totally different experience for yes. the both of us even when we are both are having the same thing yes yes so yeah i absolutely agree with you that
0: yes True, that makes a lot of sense i didn't uh, see it in that way uh, also the Way you used it to describe how curtains between two people, the relationship, even that's uh, something striking that makes a lot of sense.
1: And uh, we also do not realize that curtains in the houses are very intentional. It's not something that's always there. And we do understand and we do acknowledge the fact that sometimes the curtains, either in the house or the maintenance that we have, are <coughs> forced upon. It's not something that you will always wish for, but nowadays it's more intentional. You have certain like, you also have them in terraces and you also have them in cars and vehicles, right? And that's, that's something very new that that's a step towards privacy and with advancement in years, I think we are also acknowledging the fact that we uh, need to give people certain amount of privacy and we also need to take that, so it's also about space,
0: right? Yeah, when you think of it, uh, privacy makes a lot of sense, curtains give you some uh, certain kind of privacy and security in that sense, you feel secure, you feel comfortable in that space of your own Uh, and very well mentioned examples of car and uh, all such spaces, physical spaces and I think uh, same goes for mental spaces, when you have curtains in place it feels secure but yeah i guess the when the part where it gets tricky is to you know how much sunlight to let in uh, and how much to let out so there's a fine balance that one needs to strike because if you put the curtains down and uh, you know uh, just remain in that uh, space that might not be as productive for your own self.
2: And when you say that you know uh, it is very intentional and you now nowadays people put it in either in their you know like rooms or their halls or their roofs also which also tells you that mental health is not only uh, you know like limited to one issue for example anxiety you can have work stress you can have relationship concerns you can have family concerns so you know like everywhere You can you can find certain things and you can allow yourself to explore, as Raj mentioned that you know how much sunlight you want to you know like. Uh, Let it in. Yes, so absolutely that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the a little bit stretch of the curtains is the current masks that we are wearing, and I saw this beautiful ad of Sinterface. Uh It's it's a bit deviating, but it's connected in some way. that it's about uh, two people one boy one girl they uh, usually meet in the lift they are of the same age and it's like a love at first sight okay and they both are wearing masks so they start meeting daily daily and the girl is a painter and she is the one that likes the boy okay so they eventually meet and go down in the office and they are wearing all formulas. so it's Morning time when they actually meet, right? And as soon as, like, one day what happens that the boy comes in, he's all dressed up in his formals, and the floor that the girl comes from, she doesn't turn up. And he goes down, and the girl is waiting on the car. So she is on the top of the car and saying, Oh, hero, what are you doing? Today is a Sunday. Why are you all dressed up? And, and then she reveals that he, uh, she has made a sketch of him and that has no mask so it's like it's uh some people can see beyond the mask that you wear mm-hmm. so it's not always good to wear a mask That's right true. and yeah it was center of results also
2: yeah
1: <laughs> good good true. yes
2: yes so
1: yeah. i think that also is there like some people do uh can instantly rec- recognize the fact that you are hiding something mm-hmm. and also know that you are pretending or you are not what you are showing yeah. so I think those people are rare, but they almost turn out to be the closest ones mm. or the ones that are very observational or have super observation skills. And I guess it's no, not a good thing to pretend more to them, it will only worsen the case. Yes. So, yeah, I think it's also about the people who know that the curtains are there, but they also know what's behind it. Because Maybe they are the ones who have the same curtains and use it the same way as you do. So that's it. It's not always possible to hide things, even if you want to.
2: Yeah, and I think if one person, you know, initiates to open the curtain, I think other people would be encouraged to open their curtains as well. They wouldn't feel that they are the only ones.
0: I think that's where uh, the good part about uh, it becoming a fad on social media is that uh, it kind of uh, says that uh, you are not alone. Uh, I I feel it's uh, the social media is a mixed bag. It has good and bad. But yeah, since you mentioned it, I think that's a good part. And I I, uh, I was wondering about uh, you know Me Too movement and how it uh, turned out. It encouraged uh, women and. Uh, Provided a sort of uh, soci- uh, comfortable space, space safe. safe space, safe space, uh, and I was wondering if something similar uh, would uh, help the mental health movement, or would it uh, backfire or something? I, I was trying to see if something similar could, you know, give the kind of push that Me Too movement gave. Of course, later on, I don't think uh, Me Too movement it, it died down eventually, but the kind of push uh, that momentarily it gave. Could something do you think uh, you know, help uh, mental health as well?
2: I think I've seen both parts of it somewhere down the line in these two years and um, I feel that it is more on the negative end because everything at the end of the day you know comes down to trending, mm-hmm. being viral and people not qualified as mental health professionals going out there and, you know, preaching about things that they have absolutely no knowledge about. And because people are so influential, you know, they get carried away with everything else and that sort of takes out the essence of, uh, you know, the awareness that you want to spread. So uh, I think in my suggestion, like because I've seen both parts of it, I feel that uh, if I like, you know, specifically take example of uh, Instagram itself, you know, it's it's more of you know toxic positivity and um, you know, yes, you are not alone, but you don't know who you should go to. So I think that accessibility and that information is uh, not the right information. I feel there's a lot of you know mixed up things that, no, that comes. A lot things. Yes, a lot of noise
1: and uh, like I think uh, if that kind of movement has to happen it has to happen from the officials that have good amount of knowledge of it it's say uh, Nirali knows that yeah stuff, so she might be able to uh, do it do the uh, movement in a very organized and filtered way that, that's what is important I guess but it's not like if a random celebrity comes and opens uh, up and she, he or she or they says that oh, uh come to me I'm like just for their own yeah. knowledge yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. then then it literally kills the moment and it backfires very badly. So
2: yeah, because I think at the knowledge and information aspect of it, we are still at a stage where common people, most of the people, I should say most of the crowd does not know the mere difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist. So if that bare minimum knowledge is also not clear to everyone around, I think if we go towards, you know, uh, just think positive and uh, do breathing and do yoga and all those things, I think it won't work, you know, it won't suffice the purpose that we are going to, you know, we have intended to serve.
0: Yes, that makes sense. In the movement, if at all, it has to come from within, uh, not pseudo-experts, uh, actual people involved in the community and the people going through those uh, things, those uh, situations, those uh, issues, that uh, makes a lot of sense. and. Interestingly, just the other day, I was—I uh, think the day before yesterday or one of the days was Disability Day, World Disability Day and I was looking up some books uh, on it and uh, on Goodreads, uh, while checking out one book, there was this comment uh, which I really liked and it read that, can the parents of disabled kids please stop writing books about disability as if they experience it? So sometimes yeah. even uh, the people close to the victim might have seen their experiences and they feel, uh, you know, uh, knowledgeable enough or uh, in the position to be able to talk about it but even then it's not really uh, that accurate or that authentic uh, so yeah that makes sense to come from the within as you mentioned
1: so like this is not only uh, related to mental health or it's a disability issue that you mentioned i think that's uh, related to everything that humans do uh, i feel humans have something that I call as superhero complex. You want to help and you want to rescue others and you want to be the hero in their eyes. And you never know that how it can turn up. Not all heroes become heroes just by doing things. You need to feel them too. True. So yeah, that, that backfires miserably and that, that is what I'm afraid of. Right When a movement like this erupts or it goes up, uh, the people will act and they would have very noble intentions i wouldn't doubt that but they wouldn't necessarily have the knowledge and the resources to tackle it the way a professional would have hmm. so th- i think that's like a issue that uh, india or even the world faces in every field that we see like uh, that that dialogue makes perfect
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it comes yeah. up and uh, that's uh, really damaging i guess yeah
2: and I think that again brings me to curtains, which is where I feel that when a person tries to get some information, goes to therapy, does not have a good experience or does not go towards yeah. a proper professional, right, chances are they may hide behind yeah, the yeah. curtains again.
0: They would never try to lift the curtains yes. again. That's. And that would be even worse yeah, than uh, their first experience. I've uh, yes. one of my friends had such an experience, and it uh, damages, uh, you know, them to such an extent that they wouldn't uh, be open to e- trying it at all. Then they, it, the idea is very daunting to them that uh, going through that again, just the thought of it is uh, uh, quite uh, yes. horrendous.
2: So you always have to make sure that you go to a proper certified mental health professional check their qualifications you know
1: and also think, the reviews i guess yes, uh, it's easy yeah. to think the qualifications and even the let's say the expertise that i can give and i can make a photoshop certificate of what yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. i'm the best psychiatrist in the world or mm-hmm. i'm the best counselor in the world but i might not even have the uh, one the client experience of it so i think it's more about experiences and reviews so yeah. let's say if i'm gone to nirali and i have a good or bad experience the person comes to me or she like she uh vouches that you please go to this person or any of my clients and see and look out for the ways that i deal with clients if that's something that you can work with then approach me that would help more than any certification or standardization that is there
2: but unfortunately that's not possible because of the confidentiality clause because you can't say that you know you go to my this client because you can't reveal who your clients are
1: oh so, so is it that that you yes. can't even reveal the clients no. even if the client says that you are okay with
2: um uh, mostly like you can say who your therapist is but right. your client but your therapist will never reveal you as their client
0: she can't give references oh. that okay go to xyz they will and take reference from them it has yes. to come from the the person taking the therapy yeah right so but you can
1: say that you can ask any of my clients if you know and no you can't even say that
2: we can't do that
1: so, so even if
2: you if you visit my website you can see that yeah, the, the reviews that, that i have are enormous because we can't
1: okay yeah then then how do you think like uh, the people should uh let's say verify the integrity of the professional is there a way that you can think of
2: i think uh, uh so whenever we talk about qualifications and there is always an option that Um, you know you could search them on different platforms right right? for example if you have Instagram if you have their website if you have uh, there is counselors Council of India website where you can also see the uh, number of registered psychologists right so you can go towards platforms where there are registered psychologists so, so that you don't have to like specifically go out and find a psychologist and then verify so that, that is a good idea, now there are a lot of platforms which are uh, giving you a good and I think qualitative you know like a psychologist who know what they are doing and they have a good yeah, yeah. amount of experience and even in, before you take therapy you know there are a lot of things that you can make sure what are the questions that you want to ask and even while you're having that conversation you would feel that this person knows what they're saying yeah. what they're doing. Uh, compared to, let's say, a quack who does not know what they are doing, and they and there will be signs, you know, if you find some quack there out there, you know, either they will tell you, you know, wake up early, don't use your phone too much, do meditation, do yoga, and think positively. Yeah, that's it. for everything. Yes. So it it does not go beyond that. So you would very well know that uh, it's not. You don't feel heard. So yeah, I think that. I think
1: the hero complex is
0: what we should look for
2: when we are looking at
0: professionals to seek help from. Yeah. Plus I think you'll find uh, with this digital age there will be a lot of platforms uh, where there will be reviews uh, from people who have taken therapy or you know services from different... uh, Practo I think is one such that comes to my mind. I'm I'm sure there will be many other uh, such platforms where you can get reviews from people uh, mm-hmm. directly, talking about their experiences in detail.
1: Right, but from what I know, practice is more about uh, doctors medicals and yes. surgeons and doctors. It's not okay. about counselors. I don't think, like I haven't heard of, if you know please share yeah. it. Uh, I think it will help a lot. Of
2: I think uh, now it is slowly starting, uh, but I don't know if it is. It's, it's going to be like a very authentic platform Pract- as of now. Yeah. Yeah but I think the most uh you know uh, sure shot way is whatever Absolutely. right <laughs> So uh, if you have taken therapy from someone you would absolutely like if you know like your friends or uh, you know some people who would benefit from it you would always recommend that Yeah then
1: that's true. That, that's how it works actually yeah. it's social media as it it works what <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: <laughs> I agree yeah. and you know when when the whole curtains thing also came in, and this was something which I realized later, when you know I was not I was not thinking like okay what uh,
1: connections.
2: connections are there, and I think the core of this whole topic it just made me feel that um, just like you know curtains, uh, there are a lot of things secrets which are emotions which are suppressed. And people are always so skeptical, or they, they they are scared of opening those curtains. And I think that is the realist uh, connection that I could make with curtains and mental health. It's it's that suppression because you don't have space, because you don't have uh, you know qualified professionals that you could go because of whatever accessibility, affordability, whatever the concerns are. But I think suppression. Is what made me the most, you know, like connected when I thought of curtains.
0: We we tend to compartmentalize our lives and to draw a parallel in our house. There might be in the hall or two or the three uh, three rooms where there will be, you know, absolutely no curtains. You're letting all the sunlight in, but one one room there will be. It will be completely dark. All curtains drawn down and uh, not letting anything or anyone in. Makes sense. Yes.
1: I also think that curtains are a level, after the curtain opens, there's a cupboard that you need to <laughs> open up and there's a locker in that too. I think that we can connect to the cupboards one of the, yeah, cupboards in washrooms, yes. washrooms. thing. That, mm-hmm. that was also uh, based around privacy as to oh. how washrooms and cupboards are a very mm-hmm. uh, vital place of privacy and space, uh, safe space and right, right. curtains, yeah, you let the light in and you let someone see through. But it's huh. One of the most important things about curtains is that no matter how good or bad the person is, no matter how good or bad the professional you are seeking is, it is on you to uplift the curtain. No one can do it for you. And yeah, it is like you need to have that small amount of courage to just Mm -hmm. lift somewhat of it and then the professional will enable you to uplift it completely.
2: Very true, very true. When you say about cupboard, you know, I have a lot of clients who come to me that why should we seek therapy? Right. You know, why should we address our emotions? I mean, it happens to everyone. Okay. Uh So, I give them the cupboard example. So, I I tell them that, okay, so every time something happens in your life, you take that and you shove it in the cupboard. You shove it in the cupboard. And one day when you open it, everything will, you know, just like jump out of your cupboard. Now, what therapist does or what a psychologist does is picks up every you know cloth, every jacket, uh, every sock, and arranges it in yeah. a way we can properly close your cupboard. Yeah. You know, so it's
1: Organizing. Yes, right? so
2: that's that's it. I, mean. I think yeah,
1: like this is a very simplified version of what you do, but it's an app version if I can say that. It. Uh, Counsellor or a professional will help you to organize things in your life. They may or may not be able to cure it or, let's say, eliminate it completely, but yeah. they'll certainly help you to organize it better and make you live more comfortably and more, uh, in a way that's stress-free and happier than it was before. Yes. And that's like that's the crucial part that many people don't understand today. They think that it will like, uh, it's as if that if I go to a doctor and I think that. I'll be free yeah. Two pills and and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and one more thing that comes to my mind when people see when they pull uh, open the curtains is like the, the sun, sunlight will come automatically and everything will be bright again yeah it does not yeah. happen like that it right it might
0: be night out there
1: yeah <laughs> it might be night and it might just have uh, it might just be in the sunrise so it will take hours and a long time for the room to lit up so we need to uh, also acknowledge the fact that it's gradual and it won't happen overnight or in an hour or something yes people feel to acknowledge that yes
2: yeah and i think when you say that you know it takes time to lit up i would also like to add here that when it lits up it's not the end of it you have to every day get up and And open open the curtains curtains and wait you for know,
1: it to come
2: Yes, so it's an everyday work
1: Yeah, You need to give in the efforts to pull up Absolutely. the curtain and you should do it regularly, regularly. If you fail to do yes. that, it might collapse to yeah, where right. it was right.
0: so, Due to the stigma around it, I think uh, uh, you guys would be facing a lot of uh, expectations mismatch when people come in uh, You know, they might be expecting that a uh, couple of sessions and my life will be changed or Yeah,
2: yeah I mean yeah. the first question, how many sessions will it, <laughs> will it take, you know? I'm like, it depends on you actually, yeah. so <laughs> You know, how much progress you are making, how much consistency that you, know, you sure. have yeah. Right, so it, it absolutely depends on you So.
1: It's like a cloth that you are tailoring for someone, you can't no, it just by a glance you need to try it out several times and you finally reach a point that yeah it's perfectly suiting me and right. now i'm good to go to the wedding i want to yeah and eat free food <laughs> 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 yeah so what do you have any other thoughts that come up
2: um i think there was there was one more uh then when we talked about curtains and mental health um uh, uh, due to the accessibility and because we have less accessibility, it was also ignorance which was right. there. So it was all like parda you know? And you know, you ignore your mental health and it's uh, rotting somewhere, you don't know. So that is also where you have to realize that every time you keep something behind the curtains, you open the curtain and put it and again close it, it will only pile up and it would not be helpful. I mean, it would just, I think, uh, suppress the sunlight it would not be able to enter so I think opening that curtain and actually picking up things and dealing with it it is very important
1: yeah it's like don't let the things pile up so much so that even if you open the curtain the sunlight does not come in right yes mm. yes you should be you should have space to let it come in yeah and you should it on a regular basis and let, let's say procrastinate it for one night or one day true
0: and let it work slowly, I think, yeah. that's uh, where a lot of us might struggle that, you know, the, that it, it is a slow process and more importantly it is a process, like you mentioned, it's yeah. not like having a fever and popping a pill uh-huh. and uh, fi- uh, feeling alright just the other day. Absolutely.
2: And you know, you, those those curtains that we have where you have to, you know, like uh, gently, yeah. you know, push oh, and, yeah. yes, exactly, the ones that you have here. So you, know, you have to push, you have to put in efforts yeah. and that is how it will slowly open up. Okay. If you are even a little bit rushing towards it, it will probably, you know, get tangled. Okay. So In the same way, whenever you are taking care of your mental health or if you are going to therapy, patience is very important. It's not like you're going to uncover everything in one hour, in one day, in one session and you'll be like, okay, my work is done. You know? so you have to like keep pulling. Every time you find that, you know, you need to get your sunlight in. So yeah. So I think that is also the
1: I think an example of this is unpacking a suitcase. You can yeah. in unpack it, unpack it, it instantly by just throwing out whatever is it. Yeah. in but the room will be a mess. Yeah. Or you can gently take out one at a time, fold it and keep it where it belongs. Yeah. Or at least arrange it in a way that you can easily keep it when you need to, yeah. right? So, and it's like that uh, J. and the thing that comes to my mind is that most of the times the curtains are put in majburi, like it's a uh, forced thing that people do that mm. I know Raj and I say that and he shares with me that I'm not feeling well I feel anxious when I do things and I'm like no no it's nothing it's just what you think so in a way he's uh, listening to me and pulling down the curtain even when he doesn't want to. So his first thought was to seek the professional help, but since I am such an influence in his life, maybe I'm a close person, or it's the parents that Mm. say, because they are not that educated or they're not that that aware of it, that it keeps piling up, and eventually he uh, starts living with it. It's like it becomes a part of life, Mm. and they don't even realize that how good life can be without it. Yes. or with minimal of it
2: that's exactly where the suppression yes. part comes right from. that's yeah. how
1: it connects actually yes.
0: Yes. Hmm. The, I think something similar happens with gender as well
1: right hmm. uh, yeah it, it's like uh, uh, I want to ask you Nidali like what's the ratio of the gender that you get uh, if you are uh, if you can yeah, say it yeah. loud
2: absolutely so I so if i can say that in every 10 clients i have 8 clients who are females right. and two clients who are males
0: uh, and is, is that uh, just over here uh, in because you are operating in this city or you think uh, the ratios would be similar otherwise as no, well no my
2: clients are all based out of gujarat <laughs> okay i don't have a single client of gujarat <laughs> wow. so you know it's it's the whole the pan india and i think this is uh, not only my experience but I think a lot of my friends who are psychologists also have a similar ratio, where um, I think females would would be probably 85% of the clientele that, you know, they have. So, and I think you also might have heard that um, men tend to go into depression, are, are more likely to, yeah. go to commit to suicide
1: also, right? even
2: to commit suicide, yeah. yes, yes, so that is more because the uh, expression
1: yeah, the exactly. social stigma of not uh, yes. letting yourself to express.
2: Absolutely. That, so that yeah. is, that is less, but, uh, I am so glad that all the male clients that I have, and I have had, you know, they were so open about their mental health that, you know, I have these concerns and I want to address it. Right. So I think that bit is slowly changing and I think it will only, uh, you know, have like a proper effect if more people are open about the fact that they can get help especially males
1: one more thing i would like to ask you is like uh, do you feel that a change is coming with the coming generations let's say our age or the generations or the ages that are younger to us do you feel that they're more open and they're more approachable to you in terms of let's say seeking professional help or even just uh, chatting with you in a general basis that what's the life of psychologist like? What what is it like to be a counsellor or what do you actually do? Do you feel that more?
2: Absolutely, I think uh, since the lockdown, it has gone, I would say, like 200%. uh, It is amazing. I think it has not happened in the last 100 years. And last 100 years, there have been some pretty devastating things that have happened. Plague, the recession, you know, wars, everything. But I think this is what it took for all of us to actually understand and put a foot forward into investing in our mental health. So that is something which is brilliant and I think it is only going to go up. Also, you know, the Gen Z are the most chilled generation. They're like you know what my therapist said yesterday? Like it's it's, it's that, that cool, yeah. it's that common and it is that you know normal. So I think that is what you know the direction which we are heading towards. So I I would say that we are doing Great. pretty good.
1: That's very uh, inspiring to hear and like it spreads hope a lot. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: So Raj, do you have anything to add? No, I think. Uh, it's, it's good to see that uh, it's becoming a part of their everyday conversations uh, with at least one generation and yeah. <laughs> I think that will spread uh, around. So yeah, I think that's a hopeful note uh, that I'll carry with me after this uh, conversation. What about you, Varsha?
1: Yeah, I guess like it seems like the world is going to be very different, let's say, you know, 20 years from now, yeah, at least in terms of the way people talk and have their attitudes and their mental makeups it's going to be a lot more chilled but I guess it's going to be a lot more impatient too if I can say yes, yes. but yeah but let's say it's for the better of us yeah so I'm hopeful you had some popular culture differences in your
0: uh, uh, thing you mentioned about have would yes. you like to talk about it? So a couple of uh, short stories came to my mind, uh, one of them was uh, Ismat Chuktai's Lihaf and uh, the other is uh, Charlotte Porkin Gilman's The Yellow Wallpaper and uh, I managed to connect them weirdly so Lihaf actually is, uh, uh, I could connect it with curtain Lihaf is actually something yeah. that you use to cover okay. and what happens in that short story is there is this, uh, towards the end there is this brilliant uh, image that uh, she conjures, uh, Chughtai the writer about um, you know two uh, women uh, and of course Chukta you know, is writing uh, around the 1950s uh, 60s uh, yeah, somewhere yeah, around, around the independence there. era. Right. Uh, as a woman yeah. uh, from a uh, Muslim woman so yeah it's very daring of I mean it would be daring for anyone to write about the same gender relation during that time but uh, she writes about from the perspective of a young girl sitting uh, sleeping in a room and on the bed next to her uh, there is there are two women basically under that lihaf, and uh, the girl in the dim light sees the the lihaf going uh, up and down in the shape of an elephant. elephant. Right. And uh, I could relate that elephant with the mental health about you know, how what happens when we put a lihaf on our mental health, it's almost like an elephant dancing in the room. And uh, if we don't let it out, uh, that's a, a lot of load, <laughs> literally <Right>. and metaphorically, <laughs> both. So that's how I could connect uh, Jukta's lihaf. And of course, uh, the yellow wallpaper is directly about uh, mental health of uh, Charlotte Perkins Gilman herself. Though it is fiction, but it is uh, widely known that uh, uh, she has drawn inspiration from her own life. And she was writing even earlier, around 1890s. And that's uh, something to write about her own mental health. And uh, uh, there also uh, some parallel of curtain was the wallpaper. So there was this wallpaper which uh, she continuously looked at and she somehow uh, mentally got trapped into that wallpaper. There was this some intricate design on it and uh, she feels trapped into it. She sees another version of herself. She sees uh, another woman trapped in that. That's basically her own self. Uh, so yeah, that, that's how uh, I could connect it with uh, mental health and curtains. Both uh, interesting reads, uh, I think everyone should read them and yeah, people will be able to connect uh, with this topic, I'm sure. Uh, uh, I guess you should mention the names of the both the stories, they are short stories, right? Both of, both them, of them are short stories. Right. One is by Isma Chuktai. the it is called Lihaf and the other is by Charlotte Perkins Gilman, it is called The Yellow Wallpaper. Right. Uh, it for the people who are interested to
1: read, it will be in the description too, so you can check it out whenever you wish to. Yeah, so any closing thoughts that you have, Nerale?
2: I think this was a wonderful experience, you know, and I think as I was talking, a lot of things, uh, you know, came to my mind. And I think it started with curtains being in the, you know, like, negative aspect, as you said, you know, as most people think. But I think towards the end of our conversation, and these brilliant insights that we discussed. It is, you know, the curtains could be your uh, pathway to accomplishing your mental health, to accomplishing a better well being and a better life. So, yeah, so this is what I'm going to take you Is that curtains is going to be that pathway to a better mental
1: health. Uh, it's like a shortcut to do what you want
0: with your life. <laughs> yeah, I think even I'm ending on a positive and a hopeful uh, note uh, about uh, mental health uh, on the path of progress, it, it being more and more accepted, and uh, uh, something good came out of COVID. I feel, <laughs> that, uh, you know, even that's something. Uh, Good to look at. Of course, people uh, have faced terrible situations in COVID. Not to ignore that, but uh, yeah, the hopeful side of me wants to want yeah. something to hold Doing on God, to that yeah. came positive out of it.
1: Right.
2: Yes. What about you,
1: so uh, I think that we are heading to a very brighter future, at least in terms of mental health. And I think the way curtains have evolved, like let's say, more and more forms of them have come up. Let's say. There are blinds now, there are side curtains now, there are even motorized ones that are there. I think there will be more and more of curtains too that <clears throat> people would have. And more important is the fact that they will have the flexibility to manage it however they want to. Let, let's say if they want to let it be open and share it with everyone, no matter how qualified or unqualified they are, they'll be able to. Mm. And if they don't want to, it's their choice, I guess. That's, that's my crux of it. So, uh, any other thing that you would li- like to say to our audience? <laughs>
2: I think just take the courage and slowly start opening your curtains a bit by bit and let the sunlight enter your life.
0: Perfect. Yeah, even I would say that, yeah, you are not alone. If you are facing anything or in a certain situation, everyone, <laughs> almost everyone out there is facing it. So yeah, let a little sunshine come in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's important to take charge of the curtain and do what you wish to. And if you want some professional help, we have Nirali with us who is <coughs> owning a firm called MindNet and you can always contact her. She'll be happy to help.
0: I think we'll put uh, the link yeah. uh, in the description. Yeah. We'll have
1: the Instagram and the website link so you can check it out and yeah. And yep. And if you feel like talking to us, uh, we'll have our email IDs also, so, yeah, drop a text. I think that's all for this time. Yep. yep. So, Signing off, I'm Raj Thakkar and Raj Darfani And we have with us
2: Nurali Mehta, a counseling and psychologist.
1: This has been a wonderful session. See you next time with another interesting topic. Bye-bye.
2: Bye bye. Bye.